Most people, when we were kids, yeah. there's a shout, right? Yeah. Pa parents always go, shh. Just, just coming in and out of the door, yes. you're shouting, yeah. And the parents never go into a kid's room and say, turn up the volume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go, shh, in the yeah. classroom, shh. Because kids, there's a volume to life. But the more we get challenged and disappointed, disappointment can make you heart sick. Joy comes from the heart, peace. Faith. So when you're disappointed and your heart is sick, it could take away your shout. So life can well, knock what, the shout out of you. Yeah, knock the shout out of you. Yes. With my father passing, that could have knocked the shout out of me. I could have stayed that way or someone who's been in a car accident or someone who started a business and it didn't work or someone who thought, you know, certain things were going to happen in their lives and now they're disappointed. But there are ways to get your shout back. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode number 50 of Connection is Magic. Thank you so much for coming back and tuning in. I can't believe we made it to number 50. Super, super grateful for you coming back and tuning in. I'm going to keep going. Let's keep rocking this. This week, we got our guest who you just heard on the Oprah Winfrey Super Soul podcast. His name is Tim Story. He's an acclaimed author, international speaker. He's been to 75 different countries. He's spoken to millions and millions of people. He is also a celebrity life coach. He's coached like Kanye West, Robert Downey Jr., Quincy Jones, Stevie Wonder, and many others. I was very blessed to meet him during the pandemic and also get many coaching sessions from him during that time, which helped me advance tremendously. He has a brand new book out called The Miracle Mentality. You should go get that. It's available everywhere. We dive into so much wisdom this guy has, all about making the comeback, using adversity to your advantage, what it's like to feel different than everybody else, and still have the confidence to walk your own path in life. We get into that and so much more. Also, if you haven't yet signed up for our text community, please go do that. It's on the Instagram page, which is just my name, Samson, S-A-M-S-O-N, underscore Shulman, S-H-U-L-M-A-N. Simply hit the word text, which is at the top of the page. And it very easily signs you up to get notifications of new episodes. You'll also be able to listen to episodes before they come out officially and discounts on forthcoming merchandise. We're going to be doing some super cool hoodies, some limited edition candles and stuff like that with the logo, Connections Magic. So please go do that and hope you enjoy this week's episode. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to Connection is Magic. I'm your host, Samson Shulman, a former music executive turned podcaster and coach. In a world obsessed with the highlight reel and keeping our difficulties hidden behind the curtain, we end up feeling lonely and isolated and opportunities for human connection are missed. On this podcast, we dive deep with our guests and get them to share those dreaded unfiltered pieces. We learn how to make lemonade out of life's lemons and realize adversity isn't sent to break us, but rather shape us into the greatest versions of ourselves. We appreciate you spending some time with us now let's begin our journey back home to connection. Welcome everybody to a special episode number 50 with my friend and coach and mentor, Tim Story. Thank you for joining us today, Tim. Good to be with you. I'm loving the sweatshirt. Loving, hey, loving. We'll get a close up. I'm yep, telling thank you. you. <laughs> Online soon. We will get you about four or five, Tim. We'll get you one in every size. Ooh, I like that. In, in case I shrink, I'll get, I'll get bigger. I don't know what kind of diets you're working in case you put on like 100 pounds of muscle. We'll make sure you can fit it. That's funny. I wanted to start in this place with you because you've been around, you know, you've had the good fortune to be around a lot of very inspirational outliers. Am I, am I right in saying that? Yeah. And good way of saying it. There's a couple in particular who I personally have an affinity for, right? 
Kanye West, who you said you spent a long run. And Robert Downey is another guy that actually personally, I just have a lot of respect for. He's big in the recovery world. I got 15 years in recovery. So these two individuals, what can you start with Kanye? What is something that you took away about this man's brilliance and how he operates that's unique for him? Can you state that? So the, the thing that's nice about my life, you meet a lot of people. I've been 75 countries of the world. Whether it's a person at 7-Eleven or it's Quincy Jones or Steven Spielberg or Kanye West or Robert Downey, I learn a lot in conversations. So the thing that when people say like, um, who do you work with as a life coach? That part I don't really get into, but let's talk about conversations or observations I've had with a Kanye or a Robert. So Kanye West, one of the things about him that I love, he has great instincts. I remember being in the studio when he was doing the song Stronger. And all he had was the beat. He just had the beat. And then I said to him, like, what are you going to put in there? <laughs> and then he, he started, like, talking about whatever doesn't kill me makes me stronger, okay, which is a saying that's been around for a while. But then it was fun to just sit there and watch him as he would take from conversations that were happening in the studio, things that were on his mind, uh, he liked many times to be watching like a movie or something on the screen mm-hmm. that would did certain images that would make him think. And it was beautiful to see him construct that one song stronger and also not just go with the images that came to his mind, but also with the conversations he was having with other creatives. Hmm. Like let's say a Pharrell would come in and say, uh, hey, yeah, if I was you, I would consider doing this. Yeah. And they would collaborate. So th- that was a, a really cool thing that I love about Kanye still is that he's brilliant in his own lane, but he's open to collaborate mm. that makes you a lot larger. I like that. One of the things why I always mention Kanye's name in high regard is because I feel like he puts out the message that it's okay for people to be uniquely who God created them to be. Yeah. You know what? If you haven't noticed, society kind of tries to box us in. Am I right? Yes. And Kanye does such a good job of like, no, screw that. Be who you are. Fully express yourself, man. That's such a great message. Which is super cool. And, and you know this, like if you look at uh, YouTube, you see like early times with Kanye West when he's in the studio with people. Yeah. Like before he blew up and he's and he's like pitching Jay-Z an idea. He was still like full of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. He was he was still very out there. And I, 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 I like this. And, you know, I love that statement of you've been born in original. Don't, don't die, die a copy. copy, baby. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's, all, it's also like a quote I just put up the other day that said, you know, the reward for conformity is that everyone likes you but yourself. Ooh, that's good. Super nice, good. right? You know, as far as Robert Downey, he had to walk through the fire, right? Yeah. Very public meltdown and a bounce back as well. Did you know him pre and post that that public stuff? I knew him pre, post, and now. Yeah. And the, the mm. thing about him, he's just a really great guy. Some of my best conversations with, with him are like being with him and his mother. Because you, you, you see a lot of, about a person when they're with their mom. That's beautiful. Like yeah. the fact that I know your mother as well. Yeah. And I saw a different side of you when you were with your mother, just so you know, uh, the more sensitive side, the more yeah. like 
protective side. So Robert and I, whenever we have been together and get together, we have very, very, very good conversations because there's a there's a soul connection. Mm-hmm. I think that in the in the midst of such a, a busy world of, you know, people have all this social media and then and then you know this thing comes out, then Clubhouse comes out and that and this and this, and people are like everywhere at one time. One thing I love about Robert is that when you're with him, it's it's you and him going at it. Mm. Like we we've been in very public places and spaces, even on sets of movies. But when you're with him, it's you and him like dialoguing. And he likes to go deeper. He's such a creative. And I will tell you, Tony Curtis, who was so famous in your mom's era, Tony Curtis was like the Brad Pitt of his day. I was eating dinner with Tony Curtis one time, who's now in heaven. And he was talking about why he thought Robert was such a great actor. And it it is because of the, the layers that he's able to unfold, mm-hmm. not only in his acting, but he does that in his, in his personal life. So I think one of the, the things that I've learned from Robert that's cool, to be okay with being different. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's what I said about Kanye. Kanye encourages that yes. in people too. Wow. So they both have it. So it's no accident that you're particularly close with you know, those two. Well, uh, over I'm, the years, I'm, right? I'm close to a lot of creatives, but I'm close yeah. to you and you're a creative. So, that, <laughs> Thanks, so, so that's that's the thing. Like, let me just tell you something. When COVID hit, I quarantined myself a lot because a lot of people look to me for stuff. OK, and yeah. we have we have a big impact, as you know. And but I wanted to talk to you and get together with you. So I went to your neighborhood, buddy. During quarantine. And I'll never forget my sidekick, Joseph, said, why are you going again? <laughs> like, like, dude, I know like Miss Brazil that will ask me, like, could you meet me for lunch? And I'm like, no, but I, I went and saw you. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. <laughs> that's funny, right? Thanks, man. That, yeah, that means so much. Yeah, and my point, let me finish my point. Yeah. You never know who's going to break out of the pack. Like, so, so right now, you're like in the Boston Marathon amongst 30,000 runners. Yeah. And, and we see your potential. And so I see that. But I also know that in about one or two miles, you're about to break out. That's just oh, no, but, soul, but it's, it's real. Like, I, I recognize brilliance. Thank you. And so that's one reason that um, I like dialoguing with you because you got a very brilliant mind and you have a, a soul that wants to help people. Big time. Big time. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. You, you skipped ahead to question number five. It was on my list. And I was like, what did you see in me that made you just be like, man, I want to know this guy? Well, I'll you know? go. I'll go, I'll go. Okay. No, but I'll, no, I'll go deeper. The, the one step deeper is I feel that you have a legacy that a lot of people don't know. Of, hmm. of whatever your grandparents were, your parents, and now you. Hmm. I feel like you're next and that you know you need to take the standard higher. Hmm. So, so, so that's one thing I see in you is that there's a responsibility that you feel in your soul that, that I need to take the standard higher. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, I was able to do that in, in my family uh, I'm the only second story of all my relatives that ever graduated from college. And 
But I took the standard to 75 countries of the world to influence people even like Barack Obama. And so to go from being raised in, you know, born in Compton and in a house, uh, we had an apartment, two bedroom apartment and yeah. seven people, for, for me to do that took everything like to a crazy level, but for my whole family. Mm. That's what I see in you, that you're a standard raiser. Mm, man, this hit me so hard. Thank you, Tim. And I wanted to say the impact that you have had and the, the, you know, the, the way you've touched people's lives and helped them continue on to get to that version of themselves that God, the universe has in store for them. Yeah. You are like, you are like Gatorade for the soul, man. When people feel like they can't go no more, it's like, let's sip some of that Tim story. Let's, I, let's, I, let's I, stay I, in this race. I, I, I like that. And even Robert Downey said that he said, you're like a, 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 a battery that you want to just connect to yes. for, that, for the jolt. And yes. the, the reason for that, though, is it's similar to you, is I, I have a flow to just flowing through me. So it's, it's not like I give and then like, oh, I'm exhausted. I, I'm, I'm living like in, in a life oh. flow. You're just you're, it's just channeling through you, right? Dude, I feel it's like channeling. Yeah, I feel like you and I both have that, man. That's crazy. I just, I just yeah. lit, the, I just lit yeah. the guy up at Seven Eleven. I was at Seven Eleven getting water, and the guy stared at me and he goes, "Why do I know you?" I go, "I don't know." He goes, "He goes, well, you come in here and he goes, you have this amazing energy." Yeah. You, he goes, "You, you just filled, you just filled this place with energy." So we we began a dialogue about life. He's mm -hmm. the guy at Seven Eleven. That's somebody's son. That's somebody important. Does that make sense? It does. And, and so it's not, like, it's, so. it's not like it's not like I used my energy on the 7-Eleven guy and now I don't have it for you. And I want to tell you something. I don't want to forget to tell you this on that note about how Robert was like, you're the battery. I after my music career crashed, you know, my story, right? Yeah. People that tune in probably know my story. I worked in the entertainment industry and had to run for a little while and then just crashed out into a million pieces, Tim. Yeah. And I was at my uncle's house there in Michigan. He had this big house because he was widowed, five, six bedroom house. He was a lawyer, judge all to himself. And I'm there waking up every day without a purpose, Tim. Literally, the wow. only reason the only reason I had to get out of bed at that time was to go grab a cup of coffee. I said, this is the only thing in life that means anything is because, you know, you know, we're coffee guys, Tim, right? So I'm yes. like, let me, let me make sure I have my coffee. Wow. Yep. And guess whose book I was reading in my spare bedroom, one of the spare bedrooms, uncle's bed, the comeback and beyond. But how the, how the heck did you get it? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I heard you on a podcast and I'm like, oh this guy's, my goodness. Like, this guy's incredible. And uh, yeah. And I remember it was like, the last copy at the time, they're like, yeah. we, just, we just got this back in. No reason to go on. And that book right there was like the juice for me. Okay, but here's, yeah. here's what's crazy. So you see me crawling on the floor in this picture. Yeah. So this is a true story. So Barack Obama, former president, he had this on his desk forever while he was the president. And if you watch a lot of his speeches, he's saying my yep. stuff left and right. Yeah. And this was the coolest conversation. One of his friends, like, a guy that had his cell phone number while he was a president was standing next to me. True story. Yeah. yeah. True story. Calls Obama and says, Hey, you know, they're talking about something. And uh, so he says, Hey, you still got that guy's book on your desk. 
knowing that I'm standing right there. He's saying this on purpose. And he goes, true story. He goes, you mean the, the black guy who looks like me, who's crawling on the floor? He goes, yes. Hey. <laughs> oh, but, man, that's great. But we got to, yeah. we, we got to, we got to dissect this for a second. That's, that's incredible, Tim. No, no wow. but I want to, I want to dissect something. Just for Yeah, please, please. You said you were living in this situation, waking up with no purpose. Zero okay. purpose. Okay. Yeah. So do you know how deep that is? Because so many people feel that right now. So that's one reason that you need to be out there doing what you're doing. Mm. Because you you have found your purpose. You yeah. have found your calling. Your calling called you and you picked up the phone. And now you're flowing with your calling. And if you could damn lead somebody from the one yard line and they got 99 yards to go, if you could even take them nine yards, it's worth it. Mm. Just nine yards. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we don't have to go to the end zone right now. Mm-hmm. Just nine yards. I heard a mentor tell me this. You're going to love this one. Yeah. Have you ever seen a tapestry, right? You know how a tapestry, it's this beautiful artwork. And a ta- but if you look at the other side, it's all jacked up. It's like, what is that? That's, amazing. that's God doing his work to Ooh, me. That's we're, looking, we're looking at that one side, not realizing when you flip it around, this, you get this. That, that, you know? that was that was it yeah. right there. That was, <laughs> you get this right. You got the visuals. Even, even Tim's yeah. story can't beat that. <laughs> and and you know the thing is, people need to to know this that are your followers because my people who follow me are going to be watching you right now. Is that your mind is is so quick and so brilliant and so animated, but someone needs to stop and pay attention to how different your mind works. And I think that the, the average person is moving so quickly. Yeah. Like sense they're like, oh, he's normal. Oh, he's normal. Like, dude, you just passed by Picasso. Isn't that great? That's incredible, man. Uh, see, yeah, you're on fire this morning, Tim. No, you're on fire, man, let me, seriously. No, no, that's let, amazing. Me, let me tell you something, you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna love this. So Kanye is, is in, the, in the studio and it's July. Yeah. And Will I Am comes rolling in, okay, mm-hmm. and he's and he's he's rocking fur boots. That's that's the line that in Kanye, yeah, because Kanye when he leaves says to me, he's effing wearing fur boots in the summertime. <laughs> it's a true story. And then he goes in when he leaves and spits that lyric, rocking fur rocking boots, fur in, the boots su- in the summertime. summertime. Yeah. 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 Isn't that uh, everything? I, uh, everything I'm not, maybe everything I am. 100%. That was the song, but, but he wrote that for common and I was there with common Mm. and him and common didn't want it. So if you hear the song, he says that he says that what people miss with Kanye is that he was so busy in the studio and then will I am comes in. He's just spitting some will I am stuff. Right. And then, (laughs) and then the thing that Kanye picked up was he goes, what the F? He's rocking fur boots in the summertime. <laughs> so funny, man. See, that's that's uh, the br- that's the brilliance. That's that, the brilliance. That's that Picasso level, Tim. So you see the genius in yes, me, right? In and I yes. and I feel like yeah. this Einstein quote, man. I'm gonna keep saying this quote till yeah. till I have no breath in me left. Yeah. He says, "Everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will go its whole life thinking it's dumb." So good. 
That's I mean, the line, right? Brilliant. <laughs> so, brilliant. Thank brilliant. you. So, but, so, but, but see, no, but see, but yeah. someone like you, when you have a certain degree of brilliance, you have to have people that guard it. You have to have people that cultivate it. You you have to ha- have people that that recognize it. It's like, all right, so you got some you got some genius seeds, some seeds of genius, but you need people to tend to the garden. You need them to water it. You need to make sure it gets sunlight. Uh, other, otherwise, you're jacked up, and you're yeah. just you're just the smart kid in the effing corner of school. Yeah, and they're going like they're like like this kid is not smart, but yet then he you know emerges yeah. and creates Facebook. And does that make sense? It does. And I'm going back to Kanye for a second on that because he's one of the best examples we have, I think, is nobody believed in Kanye. Nobody believed in him for a long stretch of time. You're aware of this, right? Yeah. And it's like, to me, it's like, how is that? How did that happen? How did that happen? Somebody that's so obviously once in a generation level of brilliance but let's just, you tell let, me, Tim. So let's let's just say it this way about anybody who thinks different. They don't always walk in the same cadence. Society, and I've never said it before, but society is trying to get us to walk in a cadence. Okay, you, when we get the vaccine, then we'll be okay. If this guy's out, then we're okay. If this guy's in, then we're okay. If that it happens, then we're not okay. Bull crap. So well said. I don't walk in everybody else's cadence. I don't. Okay. And so what we're finding is that truly brilliant people, they don't try to walk in the same cadence as everybody else. I walk in my God-given rhythm. I have my own tone, the way I speak. That's why I blow stages up. And then the next guy's afraid to go up next. Dave Chappelle, his own cadence. John Mayer, his own cadence. So there's a lot of creatives out there that we can look to, Pharrell that are in their own cadence and Definitely. look, look how it's working. It's work. It's working. It's working for them. But are you saying initially people see it as different and they shun it? They shun it. They're like, wait, this is not part of the I, blueprint. I, right? I, I think, I think that some shun it, but the people with the different cadence find themselves. Now you, you got to watch this interview where Pharrell is talking about how he found Teddy Riley. And Teddy Riley and I have had great conversations. Yeah. Right? Uh, remember Blackstreet? Yeah, of course. And, and so it's like Timberland, Pharrell, Teddy, they're all from Virginia. Yeah, Virginia Beach, yeah. They, mm-hmm. Dude, they found each other. Whatever's in your spirit, you will connect to that person in that room. So if you're a judgmental little bastard, oh. you will connect to another judgmental bastard. The way uh, you said that so beautifully said, poetry, Tim. It's no longer the day that it's the nerdy kid and there's yeah. 30 students yeah. and he's the one effing guy that's going to change the world. And they're like, what's wrong with Joseph? Yeah. The little effer never talks. Yeah. yeah. He's about to take over the world, you little jackasses, in about 12 years. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful, man. So, so, all right. So, you know what, Tim? Let's let's give that an analogy back to the garden, though. So these seeds are growing different plants. You have all your all your seeds are growing the same kind of plants. Then you got your seeds over here that are different. Yeah. Well, you need somebody that recognizes that brilliance that's going to make you feel like it's OK that I'm a different plant. Not only is it OK, it's what God intended. It's what yes. the universe intended. Why would that not be OK? Yes. And, and what, what happens is that I believe that the God 
created something where there are patterns and systems mm -hmm. and that it takes, it takes one person to break out of the box. And then you say, that's me. Roger, Roger Bannister. If you know who that is. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay. So you say, you say, that's me. Now mm -hmm. you may not have ever heard of the person, seen the person, but you observe and you go, Whoa, that's me. The thing that is innate in you may just be a seed at that point, but now you see, Whoa, there is a sprouted version of what's inside of me. I just got chills. Yes. Yeah, pick up the torch. You, you walked it down beautifully. Let me take oh, it. Yeah. There's, there's something that happens when you start to see that sprout within you and you start to be like, oh shit, yeah. I got some cool colors going on actually. I'd, and then you're like, then you flow with it. See, yes. before you were on the fence about, oh, I'm different. I don't want to be that different. Then all of a sudden you're like, no, different is cool, man. Oh, this is cool. 100%. And then there's no, and then there's no stopping you. Then it's like a fast break in basketball. <laughs> what, it's what, a, it's a fast break. I mean, yeah. perfect, perfectly said. <laughs> it becomes a fast break. But here's what I want to say. You have to make sure that the people who jacked with you on the way up that did not understand you, that you don't get so offended Mm. because watch this. Here's a Tim story quote. An offense will put you on the defense. Ooh. An offense puts you on the defense. If I say to you, Samson, yo, you know that one guy, when you walked in, he said he doesn't really like you. Now, when you, when you approach that guy, that offense puts you on the defense. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. So, yeah. So, so you see that a, a lot of creatives have spent too much time being offended that people did not get them. The creatives that are watching, mm -hmm. if you get offended by all the people that do not get how creative you are, you will spend too much time being defensive hmm. and not using your creativity in its purest form. I use my creativity in its purest form. I have people that don't like that I like all religions and I care about all types of people wow. and they want me to be a certain type. Dude, I'm not drinking your Kool-Aid. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So if I get somebody hating on Tim's story, I don't trip on it. Because, no. because the, and the, again, I want people to get the key here, Tim. I stand in my truth and I have a group of people who are very smart mm -hmm. from all walks of life that go, you're on to something. Wow. So, 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 so I don't need everybody else's approval. I don't need everybody to go like this. That's a 10. You don't know. I, I, the, the people that are in my inner circle, uh, that's who I'm listening to. It, you know, Tim, if you think about something in a Petri dish in a lab, it's so sensitive. They keep the lab so tightened up and sterile because the tiniest thing can affect what happens in that Petri dish. I yes. feel like that's our dreams. That's our truth in this Petri dish. Perfect. So it's so essential to keep that room insulated and well, don't, don't go away from that. You just took it to that next beautiful place. The, the Petri, Petri dish thing yeah. Is, yeah. Is, 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 is beautiful. Like, let me just say something. So one of my sisters is uh, a person that when she was younger, she was like a hippie. Like, you know, how, how, how were we in Compton at one time? But she turns out to be like a hippie. Yeah. And she, she even had like a, a, a van, like a Volkswagen van. Mm -hmm. And she was a really 
she's just a, a really cool sister to me as I was younger growing up. And she's the one that taught me how to paint. Yeah. And she had watercolors and she showed me and she took the time. Okay. And she'd say, Oh, you really have this style. I like your style. Okay. Don't do what I'm doing. What I'm doing is what I'm doing. Do what you're doing. Do what you're doing. What I'm doing is what I'm doing. What you do what you're doing. I've never told this story once. Hmm. And so she mentored me by saying, grow your thing the way you're growing your thing. She tended to the Petri dish. Tended yeah. to, the, to the Petri dish. And, yeah. and that's how we have, we have to be careful how we raise our kids. Absolutely. We got to be careful the pressure we put on people like, where are you going to college? What's your major? It's like, what? I'm 18. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, got, I got pimples. I'm 18. Yeah. I don't know. Gary V does a brilliant job, by the way, of that. He's like, man, these kids at 21, they're like, oh, I haven't made it yet. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> it's like, they're he's, like, it's the end of the world. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. <laughs> he, he is, man. He is. I, I, I want to wind it down. Just a couple quick ones, Tim. One is the relate people's relationship to money, because I'm reading a couple money relationship books. Okay. You know, there's a lot of negative messaging out there with money. I'm sure you've heard the root of all evil money yeah. changes people, uh, oh man, there's so much negative programming. So yeah. I'm really making a point because I feel like in order for me to be everything God created me to be, I'm going to need some money. I need to, I need to yeah. get, it's like, you know what, you know what I love about Kanye? He named his record company, getting out our dreams. You know yes. that getting out. Yes. our dreams. I feel like having wealth helps us bring out what God put in us. Like yeah. that's where I'm at with money right now. So uh, I'll give you the easy answer, please. It's all about motive. Like, what are, what are your motives? Okay. So, so there are different types of hearts. There is the, the greedy heart, the jealous heart, the envious heart, the good heart, the pure heart, the joyful heart, the faithful heart. There's a lot of different hearts, or in Spanish, the corazón. There's different hearts. When, you're, when your motives are right, okay, towards money, then you want money because we want to live in the surplus that we can always help people with our overflow. Yes. <laughs> Big yes, Tim. Oh okay. yeah. No, no. We, we yeah. want to, we want to be the ones that pay the, the bill. You want your cup overflowing so that 100%. you can give the overflow. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, so, if you're like, I'm not going to make my light bill or rent, you can't uh, be of service the way, well, at least that I want to be. If I'm worried about the light bill and then this and then this, because it's what it's going to do is it's going to make me focus on myself too much. No, you want to be the person that when the bill comes, everyone's not nervous <laughs> that you just, you just go like this. You just go and you take, so I've been taking the bill what a, what since, a... since I was 27 to this day. I will, I say I pay 90% of bills that ever come to a table. That's amazing. No, too. no, 90. That's I didn't say 20. I just told you 90 and it ticks my mother off. So my mother says what you used to say to me, you're lazy, blankety blank. And she named the different relatives. She says, they order all this food knowing that you're going to keep picking up the, the, the bill. Don't pick it up anymore. And I go, mom, have you noticed that more money just keeps coming to me? Ooh. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm into this giving it should be given back to you. You can only keep what you give away, I've heard. And it's almost like that's what you're saying, essentially. Well, I'm so
I'm saying when you become really great at something, I'm not great at everything, but I'm great at something. Absolutely. Okay. So that has made me a lot of money. Now, am I going to hoard it and be all nervous or see who's going to try to steal it? Or do I want to be blessed to be a blessing? That's why I help with prison reform. That's why I'm helping with the elderly. That's why I help with the homeless. I'm giving time away all over the place. Why? Because I'm living from the overflow. I'm not living from a place of scarcity. I'm saying to you, let's let's unlearn what you just learned about that. And if your motives are right, then you're okay with money now. But when I was driving a Volkswagen, when I was 16 and a half, Mm-hmm. And and was scrounging around in, in in my mother's couch looking for 50 cents to get gas. Yeah. I was cool with that dude, too. So if, if you're watching right now and you're living in a place of scarcity. Yeah. Just keep doing what I teach. Plow the ground, plant the seed, water the seed, reap the harvest. Plow I the ground, that. plant the seed, water the seed, reap the harvest. You're going to get the doggone harvest. And when the harvest comes... Be blessed to be a blessing. Be blessed to be a blessing. If the motives are pure, you got nothing to worry about, guys, bringing in a lot of money. And if the motives aren't pure, God might protect you from getting wealth because you'd probably <laughs> burn up and, you know, am I right? And he'd probably crash. So last question, You're, you got this book coming out, Miracle Mentality, right? Which I can't wait to get my hands on. Maybe I could pull the friend card, Tim, and I could get an advanced copy, but. No, um, I mean, of course, as soon as I get a book, You'll thank get, you. Thank you. It. Thank you. Now, let me tell you one thing about this book that I really like is that the guy who's my editor, I had to pay him an awful lot of money. And I mean an awful lot. And he, yeah. he'll probably watch this interview and laugh because I paid him an awful lot of money. But it's the overflow, Tim. But he's brilliant. He's, yeah. a, he's a college professor. Just think top five colleges in America. Okay. Just think that way and you'll know what I'm dealing with. Okay. So what I love about this book is I would say my things like a speaker and he'd go, I don't like that. I don't like that. There's more in there. There's This guy got inside me like I do to other people and just yanked out mm. just some brilliant stuff that was in there. Really what this book is about, how to go back to the place of innocence when you had a miracle mentality. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love that. I'm, I'm going to teach you how to chisel crap that you didn't even know was on you. Because you, if I took five kids to a toy store in an hour from now, and I walked them in there, and they saw me, and they thought, okay, he's got a lot of money because he's got a fancy car. If I walked them into a toy store, they would not be looking for just small little items. They're gonna, their eyes are going to go like, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. This book takes you back to the place of innocence. Mm. Back when we had our shout, right, Tim? You talked about with Oprah, you talked about life can knock the shout out of you. Yes. Right? I love that line so so so, much. I thought that was brilliant. That's why this book is going wild already. It's going to be a bestseller. Can we say it's a way to get your shout back? 100%. And, And the thing is, is that 
for most people, life has knocked the shout out of you. And so I'm going to help you get your shout back. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us, Tim. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next episode. Hope you got a lot out of this one. I know I did. Thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode. It really means the world to me. If you heard anything relatable that created new awareness for you, please visit our podcast on iTunes and leave a rating or review. This helps build our audience. Please comment, like, and share this episode out with your family, friends, coworkers, or anyone who you feel would benefit from the messages shared in today's episode. I'm really, really grateful for your help in spreading these messages of hope and wisdom. The world is in such great need right now, and your support helps carry the message onward to others who need it. Also, please consider becoming a monthly financial contributor to the podcast. You can do so by visiting connectionismagic.com and clicking on the Patreon link. Patreon is a third-party platform which helps support creators in exchange for exclusive content and offers. You'll be able to get discounted merchandise like comfy hoodies, t-shirts, as well as retreat discounts where we'll have special guest speakers and group activities to connect you with like-minded community members. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, please stay connected.